0: It's a game changer. Mm -hmm. You can take him to work with you. Let's change the way people see the world. How is everybody this morning? Good? I feel like we're missing. Good morning, Victoria. I'm good, good. We are missing Maria. Oh, I think she was the one flying through the parking lot. Okay. We might might be missing. I feel like that we're missing somebody else too. Lisa's on there. Nancy, here's Batia with David. We'll break you guys up next time. Look at them, They're like one big grounding cord over there. How about Roger, is he there? Is he Ro- yes, Roger's here. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what, was that by? what was that, a mouse that was, I know, right? It was a Maria. Oh. <laughs> Huh? I did push record. Thank you. Yes. Um, So for those of you who are just joining us, we were talking yesterday about the third chakra. And we decided to look at how personal power works. So the third chakra is right at your core. It's at the gut. And it's your personal power. It's your self-worth. There's a lot of personal identity in it as well. And we talked about the importance of like when we're having a good self-esteem day, what it's like versus our choices when we're having uh, a low self-esteem day. And so we looked at what are the obstacles to our personal power and how do we get to it? And then this morning, as I was getting ready for work, I also started to realize how it is influenced by the eight limb Path. So if you look at the eight limb path, the ultimate goal is your relationship with God, which we'll talk about this afternoon, Um, because there's a heavy conversation in the yoga sutras about the word God, isn't there? That's a trigger in itself, isn't it? So God is in the center or samadhi, as we would say. And then if you start to think about all the things that you need to do to go inward, So what is the first inner discipline when it comes to going inward to seeing God? Meditation? No, it's our niyamas. niyamas, Yes, it's your inner discipline, right? So it would be great if we went right to meditation, wouldn't it? Yeah. But the truth is, is that meditation is closer to God than your physical asana practice. So if you start to think about the eight limb path, we're given the Yamas as a beginning, right? Where we're learning moderation, non-hoarding, non-violence, truthfulness, non-stealing, very similar to any of uh, the other religious beliefs. And then it moves into self-study, higher power, Five observances when you start to think about you go from your external world more into your internal world. And the challenge with the third chakra is we dabble between those two worlds for a very long time, being influenced by the external world. And then it influences our internal world. So, a lot of times for many of us, that's where we end up sitting most of our lives. You may take your next step, which is to move into the asana practice. Now, asana, most of us know it as like downward facing dog, up dog. Uh, forehead to knee, maybe it's your beginner series, maybe it's your astanga series, whatever you grew up with. But ultimately, it's this moment right here. Can you be here in this moment in a comfortable seat? Whoop, whoop. From there, as you get comfortable in that seat, it is your mindful breathing, which we also talk about a lot as well. Because if you think about the combinations in your life, you need your breath in order to help you evolve into your next step. So breath, when I think about pranayama practice, it is completely impacted by my external world, isn't it? Because if something is happening in my external world, It's going to influence my internal world, which influences my breath. I love to use the example of the dentist. Gives me firm buttocks muscles every time I go from clenching my butt cheeks in fear. And in that same time, can you relate, Victoria? And at the same time, I'm supposed to be breathing, right? Have you tried to clench your butt cheeks and breathe at the same time? It's nearly impossible. So as we get more comfortable with going inward, inward, and inward, we develop our relationships with all of these, I'll call them coping skills. And the more confident you become with your coping skills, the easier it is to withdraw your senses, which was a big topic of conversation yesterday when we were talking about the third chakra How? When you withdraw your senses, a lot of times what we experience is a level of discomfort because it's unprocessed emotions in there, unprocessed feelings, unprocessed experiences. So as soon as we we hit those withdraw from the senses, we immediately may wanna go right back to the beginning to our yamas because that's our comfort zone or our niyamas or completely away from the eight limb path altogether. Does that make sense? So today in our meditation, I really want to put an emphasis on the ability to withdraw the senses and be okay with anything that arises within us in that time. So if you're new to this practice, it's really quite simple. It's just a visualization. The idea is to start to get connected with your inner child. So let's find that comfortable seat. You can do this lying down. You can do this sitting up. It's whatever really resonates for you. As you close your eyes, you want to check in with your internal landscape instead of trying to force yourself into to going into some kind of a perceived idea of meditation. Can you just sit in this moment and be an observer of whatever, your body, your breath, your thoughts, the temperature in the room? the lighting, the external noises. These things are influencing us all day long. And now we're gonna give them our undivided attention. And that initially may be overwhelming. And that's okay. That gets to be your experience this morning. Try not to respond or to react to anything that comes up that feels overwhelming to you. Many of us are overwhelmed. Let's create a grounding cord that goes from the base of the spine all the way down to the center of the planet. The grounding cord starts at the first chakra. This is your connection to the earth. And just in your mind's eye, imagine that this grounding cord goes to the center of the planet where there's an anchor with your name on it. Sometimes we're like, what am I supposed to do with all this energy? I'm so overwhelmed. You give it to the earth. Sometimes we want to pass it on to our spouses or our children or our friends or our family, our neighbors, our community, the news. To take these sensations of being overwhelmed and allow them to go all the way back to the earth. As we let go, let's see if we can start to reverberate at this vibration of neutrality. Not from this place of force, but a place of surrender when we're feeling overwhelmed more more inclined to try to control or give up And as you begin to allow the sand to settle and you find neutrality, you'll start to notice that there is a connection between all things. And that when we're in this vibration of being overwhelmed, we can feel very disconnected. the earth has a healing vibration that is feminine. and We want to become more connected to that. So we allow it to come up through the feet, the ankles, the calves, the thighs, right into the first chakra. And for today's meditation, let's let the first chakra represent security. And that our basic needs are being met. And for today, let that be enough. Maybe tomorrow you can let that be enough. And the day after that, that can be enough. And so on and so forth. needing more can spin you in some kind of a cycle where we'll never really feel appreciation or gratitude. maybe today we can start to identify what is enough. The third chakra can can become very addictive. Needing more, wanting more, seeking more. These are all external components. So we're gonna invite um, Father Sky to come in. This is the masculine side of us. It'll come in through the top of the head. And it has its own vibration as well. And it goes down the Shvashimna on either side of the spinal column. Once it meets the energy in the first chakra, the two of them will begin to spin the masculine and the feminine. The excess energy will go down your grounding cord. Needing and wanting can make us feel disconnected. It takes us outside of ourselves And what we're looking for is inside. Planted right within your own heart, you will find the keys to the kingdom. We'll take all of our personal power that we use in the external world and redirect it to feeding our heart. Now allow the heart to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. As we often limit the size of the fourth chakra out of comfort, feeling safe, protection, And then check in with your breath. Is it mindful, relaxed? Do you engage the inhales more than the exhales or vice versa? There's a direct correlation between the way in which you breathe and your relationship to the first chakra. And if you feel like there's resistance to expanding the heart beyond the size of this room, then you can use your pranayama practice to support that transition. Connecting with your parasympathetic nervous system. You'll notice that your shoulders will begin to soften. So will the tension around the neck and the jaw. And as those muscles begin to relax, there'll be more room for the rib rib cage to move. As you begin to empower your heart, you may feel this need to expand the upper chakras, maybe the third eye, the crown, the throat. power over is very third chakra power within is very fourth so discerning the difference between your core and your heart And allow the love that comes from the heart to just sort of implode within you so that you can bask in it. How appropriate for Valentine's Day. Let God in. <clears throat> Yesterday we talked about that there is a flame that burns brightly in all of us and we refer to a fire. And often when we're looking as the fire is getting low and we need to rekindle it, it is our connection with God that does that for us. We may refer to an external source in order to get the fire stoked, but ideally what we're all looking for is our relationship to the divine. There is a difference between a forest fire, candlelight, fire and a fireplace. But yet they're all the same thing. The closer you come to your own light, the easier it is to remember who you are And when we remember who we are, we can find neutrality I wanna encourage you to sort of stay in this vibration today and if you waver from it, remember that it's always available not to beat yourself up. But here it is, your divine potential. And we'll stretch up towards the sky and come out of trance. mm sure.